0: Four years ago, a legendary leader was taken from us mercilessly. He was a pioneer and a true hero to everyone he knew. Some may call him a revolutionary, but to us, he's known as Harambe. Harambe was sadly killed because of an accident due to a shitty mom not watching her kid, and we all have to suffer because of it. But was it really a mom, and was it really her kid? Was she actually a shitty parent? What if it wasn't an accident at all? What if that shitty mom was actually a deep state assassin and Harambe was murdered to protect their secrets? What if he knew something about the government that they didn't want us to know? What are they hiding? Are we going to stand for this? Harambe fought for us. He was a real American hero, and now is our time to avenge what the deep state did to him. What Harambe would have wanted is for you to fight and vote to legalize marijuana at the federal level. Tweet at Donald Trump in protest and tell him now is the time to legalize cannabis so he can bring those who harmed our Harambe to justice. We'd legalize it. I'm Bill Clinton and I approve this
1: message. Uh...
0: I've been binge eating funny and funny long before anyone paid me to, I didn't do it to be cool, I didn't do it to be crazy, I was just uh, stoned all the time, there's nothing better on a warm summer day when you're baked as fuck than a giant bag of fungings just sitting there waiting for you while you turn on xbox and think about if the clouds are judging you for what you're doing but they're not because they're soft soft and cuddly like your bunny rabbit or your guinea pig go buy some funians
1: ladies and gentlemen a short News Podcast
0: with your host, Alex Mador. What you're asking
2: for is got a pound
1: of
3: price. Hi, hi everyone. <laughs> oh God, welcome back. Welcome back to the Short News Podcast after another week off a show that has been very very inconsistent with publishing episodes lately. And, jeez, I'm sorry about that. You know, I'm dealing with a, a decent amount of shit right now um, that I don't want to bore you with. Um, You know, I just, I got so much stuff. I could, I, I mean, I could talk forever about it. I mean, no, God! Okay.
0: No, God, okay. please, no! Okay,
3: no! we won't do that. No!
1: We won't do that. No! Okay. Okay, we won't do that. <sighs> Jeez, Michael. Come on. Give me some slack here. One thing I do... Okay, one thing I do want to complain
3: about. Specifically, um, you know, one thing. Before we go into anything else. Jeez, this might take a while. Is banks. Big banks. Specifically, Bank of America. Every... Single fucking week, I have to wait on hold to talk to support because of some issue that doesn't need to happen, but they make it happen anyways. So last week, I well, now two weeks ago, I deposited a check from my landlord, my security deposit from, you know, when we first moved into um, our old apartment. And, you know, I immediately get hit with these funds are on hold until a week from now. And Bank of America is like, I don't know, they say, not, I don't know, they say it's because it's a larger amount than I would normally be depositing? Which is, first of all, is bullshit. I've deposited bigger checks before. You fucking condescending asshats. But they tell me there, there's nothing they can do, nothing I can do, I just have to wait. Meanwhile, I know for a fact that they can release the hold on these funds at any time. They legitimately punish people for being poor. Like, oh, this is a larger amount than you would normally deposit. Okay, so are you saying that I'm too poor for this deposit to make sense? So you're holding my money? Like, what a bunch of dumb, greedy assholes bankers are. You're literally putting my check on hold because it's too much money for me to be getting. Like, why do I have to wait an entire fucking week for this check to go through? Like, you have it. You know what it is. I know you're just waiting to collect the money. Like,
1: ah. Like, the Bank
3: of America is the one who placed the hold on the money, but when I call, they act like, oh, like, we have no control over this situation. Bitch, you placed the hold immediately. It was you guys. What do you
1: mean? We have no control. You did this. So I want to know, like, if this isn't a way
3: of discriminating against people who don't make a lot of money, then what is it? And what is the point? Because it's literally just screwing me over here. It does no other good. I deposited the check. The check is legit. And you know that. The amount is too high for my poor ass according to you fuckfaces. Since, I don't know, since you get to make the rules as to who is allowed to have access to their money and when. Like, I don't think there, there should be, like, th- this shouldn't even have to be an issue. That's, that's my fucking money. And they tell me, like, different support specialists tell me conflicting things. One one said that uh, the money would be available um, potentially by the end of the day. Like, the day that I deposited it. Because when I got the hold, I called. I was like, what the fuck? And one said it would be available before Thursday. And, and that was false. Because I, w- I was waiting and it didn't happen. And then another... Specialist says, I have no choice but to wait until exactly Thursday at 9 a.m. Like, you guys made that choice for me. You made the rules and set them up to fuck, fuck over people like me. And I resent that. I, I hate big banks. I understand now where Bernie and the rest of the uh, democratic socialist movement is coming from.
1: The big banks have too much power over everyone else.
3: Yeah, they do, though. They, they get to dictate who can. Who can have access to their money? They make risky business practices and get bailed out and given free fucking handouts by the government because they're too big to fail. According to them, that's horseshit. They need to fucking fail, in my opinion. The rules that these companies make in order to make it as difficult as possible for you to get your money—they're fucking ridiculous. They act like, oh, there's there's nothing we can do. There's nothing at all we can do.
2: Why the fuck you lying? Why you always
3: lying? Obviously, there's a lot you can do. And all it takes is to literally go in and take the hold off the $2000 check that I deposited last week instead of intentionally delaying it by 7 days because I don't make enough for that to make sense. People have a right to 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 the money that is rightfully theirs. They shouldn't have to jump through hoops to receive fair treatment from their financial institution. They shouldn't be on Like a hold. Like, I have absolutely 100% deposited checks with higher amounts than this. So something is weird, like, about this. Something's really fishy about this. Why, Why do you not want to give me my money, Bank of America? So if I was rich, then we most likely wouldn't even be having this issue because the big banks love rich people. But because I'm not rich, you can hold my money over my head. That should be against the fucking law. And the fact that it's not is ridiculous. A bank should not be allowed to discriminate and hold your deposits based on income level. That's textbook discrimination. I talked to another podcaster who's a uh, former Bank of America manager, and he confirmed to me that it's it's discrimination. So what are we going to do about this, B of A, Bank of America? Because now, now this shit is public. It's on Twitter. It's on this. It's all over your replies and comments, and I see other people talking about it, them having the same problem too. We're all spreading the word about how fucked you guys are, how shittily you treat your customers, who, by the way, without us, your customers, you wouldn't even have a fucking bank. So, so fuck you. And fuck whoever it was on your team who convinced me to get a credit card with you guys. They have been out of work since before the pandemic, and you guys charge fucking ridiculous interest. I hate these people so much. So now at, at this moment, I've spoken to three different specialists from the bank and they've all taken different approaches at telling me I'm shit out of luck. The most recent one, this dumb passive-aggressive cunt, straight up told me that they've placed a hold on the funds because my finances are too shitty. They're actually out here, like like I said, they're punishing people for being poor. And she confirmed it for me and said there is nothing I can do. Are, are you fucking kidding me? And after I continued to argue with her and ask why is this specifically happening to my account and not other people, she confirmed what I was asking once again by saying my, fa- my finances were the reason for them intentionally placing a hold on me getting these funds. Dude, you don't fucking hold a check deposit from someone if that fucking money is there. I keep coming back on this, but like obviously these people are on the phone here like, flicking the bean to my frustrations. It's, it's fucking annoying.
1: Fuck big banks, man. If I ever run for president, that's gonna be my, my bumper sticker. Fuck big banks. I don't know, like, these, they make of these stupid-ass rules that only exist
3: to fuck over poor people and benefit the rich, which usually the big bankers are the rich. they benefits themselves. Like, fuck the rich been handed shit in a silver platter since the beginning and listen listen you look up where i come from like my hometown who my dad is he would be like dude fuck you alex you fucking hypocrite your dad's a cfo who makes a bank okay well i didn't really see a fucking scent of that growing up as a kid dude wouldn't even buy me a stick of gum because he saw spending on his kids as a waste of money he takes it so far that when we were at costco for something when i was a teenager Like I was on the track team, so I needed some protein shakes and I was going to get muscle milk, which, you know, as you know, is a pretty good brand of protein shake and I've used it before. So we get to, we get there and my dad grabs the, the pallet or the box of muscle milk cartons and puts it in the cart. And I'm like, all right, cool. And he goes, no, that's for me. You, you get this one and points to next to it, right next to it the motherfucking kirkland brand muscle milk it wasn't even i don't even think it was that big of a difference in price but like he he had to get himself the better brand and then he got me the this shitty kirkland brand so like he a very fucking wealthy man who doesn't fucking exercise just did this to flex on me who by the way i'm his son who actually like works out actually was on the track team and needed this to recover from workouts. But, you know, listen, now that I'm a broke-ass adult, I buy myself the Kirkland brand of everything. I I don't complain anymore. (laughs) But but it's the fact that he was like, oh, like, you get the shitty one, but I get the good one.
1: And flexed on me, his son, like that, that. That's just such a dick, rich people dick move, you know?
3: So when people act like I should be a Republican because of my rich dad, because I've been yelled at before by people I know. They go, oh, you, like, why, you don't respect where you come from. Like, why aren't you, like, why aren't you on the Republican side? You're such a hypocrite or you're so stupid. Like, how, how could you reject all of that? Well, you know, I, I cite the muscle milk story as an example of why. I don't um, subscribe to that lifestyle. Um, You know, my parents, with all of their wealth, were not able to successfully raise healthy and happy kids because they were not willing to use that wealth on anyone but themselves and their marriage. Not their marriage. Not even their marriage. (laughs) uh, Their images. Their their self-images. And projecting that to the rest of the town. Like, I'm completely... Against the bourgeois bullshit life that people claim I'm from. I didn't see a cent of that. I didn't see a second of that. Like, I got a job once I was like 14 or 15. My parents made, like, made me do that. That was the only way I could get non-Kirkland shit. (laughs) But like, you know, being the socialist, ether-rich motherfucker that I'm becoming. Like, what do you think that I did? And uh, with the in the in the uh, Kirkland brand Muscle Milk situation, what do you think I did? As this asshole teenager, I drank all of his Muscle Milk day by day, slowly. He, I didn't say anything. I just drank all of his Muscle Milk, and I left him with the Kirkland brand. That was all that was left. He finally went to get one because he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna work out today." Finally, after like a month, because it was a lot of Muscle Milk that I drank. <laughs> And it's
1: all gone. It's just Kirkland. He's like, what? what happened to all my muscle milk? I'm like, I drank it. Bitch. <laughs> That's what
3: do you get? You can't just devalue your kid like that in front of them at the store. I don't get it. Rich people love to flex on poor people, they love to flex on their kids because they, they know their kids have nothing. Like, oh, you can't you can't have this. I can have this because I have the money. You don't have anything. You need to know that. And anything that I get, you're lucky to have that. Fucking Kirkland brand, kid. That's what you are, Alex. You're fucking Kirkland brand. Damn, this is becoming therapy.
1: You're you're the Kirkland brand, Alex. Wait, where's the the sad music? Do I have that anymore? I'm just a Kirkland brand. That's all I'm worth. Okay. Um Bruh. Anyways. Yeah, Kirkland brand boy, that's me. The point is Um Point is rich people and
3: big banks need to be stopped. Or regulated or something, they need to be slapped in the face a couple of times. They've way too much power over what the rest of us can and can't do. And you know we'll we'll see where this goes. Um, and if I if my bank becomes nicer, stops discriminating, um I will literally fight someone in order to get better customer service from Bank of America. I'm so sick of this shit. Dude, like, oh, fuck
1: man, I'm so! So sick of it. Um anyways, there's more important things uh
3: going on in our world right now. Um so COVID COVID is coming back. COVID is fucking coming back, guys.
1: Oh god, it sucks so much. So California is
3: going back into mask mandates. Um, I think they've been implemented in L.A. as of, uh, you know, like over a week ago. Um, because th- this Delta variant of the virus has been in the United States now for a little while. And I've, I've been, you know, I've been seeing people on Twitter being like, guys, you need to you need to stop going out and hanging out with friends because the virus is spreading. And there are people who haven't been vaccinated. Even if you're all vaccinated, you shouldn't go out and see your friends. And,
1: you know, fuck, shut your fucking mouth. Shut your dumb whore mouth. (laughs) Keep, like, shut, shut the fucking dumb, loose asshole of a mouth that you're, you, you are using to shit words out of. Like, any adult who hasn't gotten the vaccine yet because they don't believe
3: in it deserves what's coming to them. I hate to say it, but fuck, fuck you guys. Get wrecked. I said that on Twitter. I saw, like, ant- famous anti-vaxxer dies of
1: COVID. Get fucking wrecked, Stacy. Whatever the fuck your name was. Like, <sighs> it's the most common sense thing to just take
3: the vaccine that will help us gain herd immunity. Something that these uneducated, slow people refuse to understand. So if they get sick, they deserve it because they didn't get the fucking vaccine like they should have. And the only reason they don't trust vaccines is because some idiotic British guy conducted a completely bullshit study where he forged results and committed child abuse on subjects of the experiments and legit created false data to support his distrust of vaccinations. So, if these people want to continue to believe abhorrent bullshit, which has been proven wrong multiple times, and when the original scientist who or hack scientist who did this had to backtrack his claims and lost all of his qualifications in the science community, like, what, do you know why he forced all of his evi- evidence to say that vaccines cause autism? Because not, not only because there's no actual fucking evidence, but because he was trying to promote his own vaccine that he created and was selling instead. just to. Another example of capitalistic greed getting in the way of what's actually morally just. The damage that this fucking dolt has done to the public's trust of modern medicine, of vaccines, of, of herd immunity—it seems almost irreversible. I don't know what we're gonna do, man. Like, it, I, I'm hearing some people. I heard Cardi B. I know she, <laughs> Cardi B is not the um. <laughs> It's not the, the World Health Organization. <laughs> she tweeted something like, like, do you think we're going back into lockdown or no? And, you know, I that's a good question, Cardi B. That's a really fucking good question. Um, I remember her at the beginning of all this being,
1: coronavirus! Coronavirus! She was,
3: like, coked out or whatever, having a breakdown. But, I mean, that's going to be me if we go back into lockdown. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really blame her. Um, dude, oh, if we go back into another lockdown, I was just starting to enjoy this summer. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to go to Six Flags. I'm going to go in the mall. I'm going to, I haven't been to a mall in, like, two years. Dude, fuck, I want to go shopping so bad, but I can't. I can't because this Delta variant is back. And, yeah, they're probably going to shut shit down again. They're probably going to shut shit down. I hate to say it because, like, I I'm so I'm so against it now. I am getting selfish at this point. Like even if shutting everything down is the best thing to do, I'm like fuck no. I want to see my friends. I want to do what I want to do. It's my right to do what I want. And and I'm I'm becoming the the thing that I hated. Um, but I'm, I'm, you know if they lock us down and they say you've got to stay in, obviously I'm gonna stay in. I'm not gonna be happy about it. I don't think anyone will be. I mean I do have virtual reality so I can play laser tag for another year and a half. I do have a front yard so that's the one thing that's better than sitting outside in the sun smoking joints. Um so so it's it's nice if you live in the suburbs. Um then then you know being in lockdown isn't the worst thing if you have like a yard
1: to sit out in, you know do that. Um, you know, that that's a that's a good thing. But, you know, being
3: in being in New York City locked up in our apartment that that drove me insane. It drove me insane. I I've seen my friends once. So, I think I might be seeing my brother soon.
1: Um, maybe tomorrow. So that that's cool. Um But dude, COVID is coming back. I don't know what we're gonna do. Cause these idiots aren't
3: getting vaccinated. There's so many of them that are just just out there refusing. Like they even see all these people dying that are anti vaxxers, like, huh. They don't think, huh, maybe maybe there's something maybe there's a something like maybe there's a connection between all my friends dying And and them not wanting to get vaccinated. And all the people that are vaccinated, yeah, they might get a little bit of the sniffles, but they don't die. So, like, I don't really understand what's going on here. It seems kind of like the virus is discriminating against the unvaccinated. Why is the coronavirus discriminating against me for not getting
1: vaccinated? That is discriminatory. I I am the victim. I am the victim here because COVID wants to discriminate against me
3: for not getting the vaccine by infecting me with the virus that would be preventable
1: if I got the vaccine. Allegedly. According to science. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
3: I um I'm, I've been really really pissed off about it, and it's not like there's much I can do. Um, but you know there there's other stuff going on in the world too. Um,
1: wait. Yeah, I love this soundbite. What? <laughs> Wendy Williams ripping ass
3: is what that that soundbite is called. Because it is, that is straight out of Wendy Williams' butthole. I, don't, I didn't know if you knew that, but
1: look it up. Look it up. I'm sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. Bye, Wendy. And we say bye-bye! Okay. Do
3: um, so we have some more, um, I guess, ethical issues or, I don't know, like, societal issues in general? that in my opinion definitely need to be discussed. So the Olympics are currently happening. Um, It doesn't really matter that Japan's population isn't even close to being fully vaccinated and people from all over the world are coming into the country to compete in sports. Am I really, you know, am I really that angry about that? Not, not really, not really about that part. Um, But Ashley won't let me watch the Olympics this year. She's making me boycott them, and this is the first year that skateboarding is is an Olympic sport, <laughs> I wanted to see that so badly, but no, no, now I can't, she's, she's anti-Olympics, after, um, after what they did to Shikari Richardson for smoking some fucking weed, after banning swim caps that work best with black people hair, black people's hair, No black people hair, I don't know how does, like, you put the, an S, when, when you're talking about race's hair, like,
1: do I say Asian hair, black hair, like Indian hair? I don't know. So anyways, so I guess I'm joking when
3: I say it's all Ashley's fault, obviously, because I feel like marijuana, like you shouldn't even test for that in athletes. That shouldn't be an issue. Um, and then that, that ban, the ban on swim calves for for like that, that work best with black people's hair.
1: That's just fucking, like, that just seems intentionally discriminatory. It it seems just like another, I don't know, like
3: a systemic, is that systemic? Well, yeah, it's like a restriction within the system of the Olympics. So I guess that could be considered systemic racism. But it's
1: just, it's just seems, or it comes off as very, insensitive to what different people need in order to compete. Um, so I guess, yeah, I'm joking when I say it's all Ashley's fault. Um, and you know, there's some other,
3: other things that upset me in the Olympics or that they're going on in the Olympics, uh, as well. Um, this one, uh, this one especially, dudes aren't going to uh, aren't gonna like. They're gonna be like, Alex, what the fuck, you fucking pussy. And I say, okay, call me that. Call me a pussy if you want. That's fine. But the so the Olympic Committee made it mandatory that women's volleyball players have to show a certain amount of ass in their uniforms in order to be able to compete in the games this year. And when you see the side by side of like the men's team and the women's team, the two examples. You really see the fucking weird differences. Like The men's team have the least sexual uniforms, like, ever. They're just normal sports uniforms made for the summer. And then the women's volleyball teams, though, they look like, dude, you can see so much ass. It's literally bikinis. Little bikinis. There's, there's a serious problem there. Like, the, the sexist idea that women are required to wear barely anything in order to compete in a sport, is another way of weird men who are in charge of shit leveraging power over women who are just trying to be employed, just trying to live their lives, just trying to compete with everyone else. And I'm sorry for getting on what some might assume is a virtue-signaling soapbox, but listen, to those people, I was once like you. I used to love women's beach volleyball because of
1: all the ass.
3: I was young. I was stupid, immature. I didn't understand the double standards that were in play. And if anyone tried to explain it to me, I would probably, I'd probably make some stupid joke about feminism. It it was 2012. It was 2012. I was what, like 15? What do you expect? But as an adult, as a 25-year-old adult, I see the problems with these restrictions, these dress codes, or undress codes, you could call them, set by the Olympic Committee. They're They're exploiting female bodies, even though those females just want to be able to play volleyball without having to make a bunch of 15 year old, like not 15, 15 or 50 year old weirdos, 50 year old committee members,
1: you know, come. Let the female teams play in whatever they want. Whatever makes them feel comfortable. Why not? If it's
3: not about sexualizing the athletes, then why not allow them to dress how they want? That seems completely fair to me. Considering how much money their, their hard work and practice and performance ends up making the Olympics committee, they should be respected a little more. So you know where I lie with this. I'm against sexualized dress
1: codes in sports or pretty much anywhere employment, where employment is. I, I know... Well,
3: except strip clubs, because that's kind of like I don't know, I don't know. I've never been to one,
1: so I don't, I, I, don't know what it's like. But um, like I don't know, like I, I know I have that Hooters
3: fake commercial that plays sometimes, but I, I've really, I've never been to a Hooters. I've been across the street from one. I don't think I've ever been inside of one, and I don't think I ever will go to one. Like, anyways, I'm I'm anti-hooters. And and uh more of an ass man myself. No, I you know, think about think about all the creepy older men that go in there and get like just shit shit can drunk and relentlessly hit on these girls in super tight shirts and just stare at their big old boobies all day. That's weird. Pretty sure the company is owned and operated by men, by the way. They made the dress codes. Like, I don't know, man. I'm all for women independently making money off their bodies at their own schedule and, like, with their own liberties, like, however they want. OnlyFans has been great for people who want to do that. But when some corporate assholes make sexualizing yourself a requirement in order to be employed, in order to, to compete in the Olympics or any sporting event, I really don't feel good about that. But what power do I have? I'm just one guy who isn't watching the Olympics because his partner told him not to. That's not making much of a difference. But I hope things change. There's no way other people are going to put up with this for much longer. At least,
1: I don't think. I hope not. Oh man, okay, so we covered the Olympics. Uh, Now let's talk
3: VR. Been really into virtual reality lately and recently bought an Oculus Quest, you know, the new one, that doesn't require a computer to use and it's fucking awesome, dude. But Facebook has been testing a new feature. I wouldn't really call it a feature, I would call it a, you know, fucking stupid stupid decision. They're putting advertisements in paid video games for VR. Video games that you buy for maybe like 30 to $40. They're now going to put ads in those games.
1: And since it's VR, those ads are going to be just, you know, shooting right into your face. Facebook just shooting loads
3: right into your face. After you paid $300 for the headset, $30 for one game, all that shit, now they're doing this. I know I was mad about the Olympics, but this, oh, dude, this is some fucking bullshit if I've ever seen bullshit. If I put hundreds of dollars into you guys' wallet, Facebook, there shouldn't be a problem with you needing to siphon more money out of me by flashing ads in my face. It should be a seamless VR. It should be a seamless, immersive, smooth, and uninterrupted experience. And Facebook is completely ruining the awesome thing they had going here. Don't you have enough money? Even Apple doesn't pull this BS. If you pay for an app, You get an ad-free experience. That's how it's worked for a long time. Leave it to Facebook to screw the pooch like this. Someone needs to make an ad blocker for Oculus headsets. Not a good sign for video games in general, though. Like I'm pretty sure companies like EA, I heard, are going to be trying this kind of shit, too. Once again, corporate capitalistic greed ruins everything. Every single experience gets ruined by that. Do I think it'll be enough to do I think it'll be enough to make me get rid of my VR headset? No. I fucking love it in there. I love it in there, dude. It's amazing. The games for that headset are so fun. I went on a little spree buying some. You know Rec Room. Rec Room is great. <clears throat> it's a great game if you like a uh, paintball, laser tag, all these other activities, disc golf. There's a roller coaster app. That one's really cool. Um also, a fighting game, a boxing app. It's a boxing simulator. So it's legit. Like, it really, it's, it's physically taxing. It's, it's very accurate to what it's like. Um, and same with ping pong and golf are also very fucking accurate. No joke. Dude, I want to, like, stop this podcast right now and play. I can't. <laughs> that would be horrible. Because I would never come back to it. I would never come back. If you want the real issue here of what's been going on in my life, where, where have you been? What have you not been posting? Where have I been? Where have I been? I've been in the fucking Matrix, bro. I'm in the fucking Matrix playing ping pong with people around the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> playing laser tag, you know, shooting little, little kids with lasers. Hearing them go, Hey, stop it!
3: And no, I haven't tried it with VR porn. I don't have enough privacy for that. I've tried that with other headsets in the past. Um, definitely cool if you live alone, but not if you're living with your partner or living with someone in general. It's just weird. Like being walked in on doing that is just a huge nightmare to me. Like I had this dream the other night where Ashley was like, oh, let me use your headset. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And I'd left a porn tab open in the, head, in, the, in the headset in the dream. And it was just all like Asa Akira. The porn star just being pounded from different angles. Just on, on the webpage. And for some reason I could see what she was looking at in VR. While she was like had the headset on. I was like oh what the fuck. And I was panicking. She was mad. She was mad in the dream.
1: Then I woke up and checked to make sure it didn't happen. And I was safe. But, dude, the controllers are... like
3: the, the, the sensors on the controller must be, like, high-tech. They're super accurate. Much, much better than Windows Mixed Reality. I would invest in an Oculus Quest. You'll actually, I think, end up spending less money because you don't need a PC. Like, you don't need a good PC or a PC at all to, to run the headset. So you're automatically just saving a shit ton of money. Um... And it's it's just it's really high tech. Like it keeps track of your boundaries and the physical world just on its own. It's great if you're um if you're worried about crashing into things, um it will happen sometimes. You'll you might like go outside of the boundary if you get too into it. The headset is really good at notifying you, letting you know, hey, you're about to step outside your your boundary. You might hit a uh, the dresser when you are punching, so move back. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I really hope games don't start having shitty intrusive ads in them. That would really depress me.
1: Speaking of shitty game corporations, oh shit. You, uh, did you hear about what happened with Activision? Oh,
3: holy shit, dude. Remember I made that song about Bobby Kodak, Bobby Kodak, Bobby Kodak, Bobby Kotick. What the fuck? Bobby Kotick, you're breaking my heart. Bobby Kotick, you're breaking my heart. Bobby, Bobby Kodak, Bobby Kodak, Bobby Kodak, Bobby Kotick, Bobby Kodak, Bobby Kotick, Yeah, so, um, fucking dude is in deep doo-doo now. The whole company is in deep doo-doo. Fucking Bobby Coke dick with the shady dealings. Did you know Bobby Kodik... Oh, sorry, sorry. Bobby Dick is listed on the flight logs of Jeffrey Epstein's plane, also known as the Lolita Express?
1: That's not a conspiracy. You look up Bobby Dick. You look up Bobby Kochdick. And his name is
3: on those flight logs. Not a conspiracy. So, dude is obviously into some weird shit. And he definitely... I'm still accusing him of buying coke with my Battle Pass money, instead of using it to make the games better. Anyways, here's why Bobby Kochdick is in trouble. Activision is being sued. To sum it up, uh, since this is the short news, they have been accused of harboring a hostile and unsafe workplace, specifically unsafe and discriminatory and sexually hostile towards women, the offices at Activision have been described as having a serious bro centric culture where women are grabbed and harassed and assaulted without consent. One woman who was having an inappropriate relationship with her boss ended up committing suicide on a company trip after some weird sexual shit happened on the trip. Apparently, she had also been harassed by multiple coworkers, and the boss and coworkers were passing around pictures of her vagina. Um, so they humiliated her to the point where she killed herself. I think that's insane. I've always said that Activision needs to get in trouble for the shit they've done. I had no idea it got worse than releasing broken video games. So let's hope they uh let's hope they get out of this with more than a slap on the wrist. Let's hope they get in a lot of trouble here. Let's get more people to talk about Bobby Kochdick's name being on the Epstein flight logs. That's just not okay. Oh man, wow, we went through a lot here. It's almost been 40 minutes. Damn. I go from this right into therapy. That's great. Does um, Ted Cruz have more content? Has he been on Fox News recently? I've decided that's how we're going to get most of our politics from here on out. Uh, I think this is fun for everyone, roasting whatever Ted Cruz has to say today. Um, whatever his opinions are on contemporary political issues. Okay, yeah, here's one. I found it. I found it. Ready? Let's do it. Oh, it's this. Who is this weird Bartiromo lady? She looks like a a Botox hound.
4: Welcome back. Censorship and surveillance. A page right out of the... Censorship
3: and surveillance. Like, her face is so numb from all the Botox that she can't even talk properly.
4: Chinese Communist Party playbook. This week, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki admitted what we all knew. Social media and the Biden administration are working together to dictate what you see and what you hear.
5: We are in regular touch uh, with these social media platforms. Uh, and those uh, engagements typically happen through members of our senior staff, but also members of our COVID-19 team.
3: Yeah, why is that a problem?
5: Uh, Given, as Dr. Murthy uh, conveyed, uh, this is a big issue of misinformation, specifically on the pandemic. We've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts.
3: This is good. This is good. These things are good. When it specifically not for like other shit like that isn't life threatening. But when it comes to a life threatening virus that is killing the masses, I think definitely The government has the responsibility to make sure that Facebook and other social media are also being, are being responsible for what is being promoted or, or broadcast on their platforms. That makes sense. I don't see a problem with that. I, I don't think, you know, I don't think anybody logical would argue against like, oh, why, why, why? I don't think anyone would argue, like, why would, why would, um, why can't we say things that are lies, that are misinformation, that guide people into getting killed by COVID? Why can't we say that? Because, because it's fucking
1: wrong? Because it kills people? Because it doesn't help anyone? Because you're wrong? Because it's not scientifically proven? We, we need to be more focused on the truth. And the misinformation people are are um
3: the people spreading misinformation. They're all over the fucking place. Dude, I know somebody that I went to I went to college with who every day I see her posting anti-vax and and hoax conspiracies saying that say like she's always saying COVID isn't real and that the vaccine is just to enslave you or some shit like that. I made a post about getting vaccinated, and she was like, I'm allergic. I'm like, okay, fucking Karen. No, you're not. You're full of shit. You're absolutely full of shit. I've seen your constant anti-vax posts. Good luck, like, going near anybody. No one wants to be around an anti-vax QAnon-supporting weirdo. Jesus fucking Christ. And and the Republicans are gonna argue the same, argue that people like that person are spreading anti-vax bullshit should be allowed to continue doing that on instagram should be allowed to do that on facebook should be allowed to tweet that shit out i don't think so i don't think that's right i think that what saki is saying here what what um the white house is doing and working with these social media companies i think that's the right way to go about this in a serious like a dire situation like this
1: for Facebook, uh, that spread
5: disinformation, we're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular, with popular, who are popular with their audiences, with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. This comes
4: just one month after Anthony Fauci's email showed he was plotting with Mark Zuckerberg on a so-called information hub to censor key information about the origins of COVID
1: nineteen and the why well, um. Why is this news? I just don't get it. Like they say things, they make they
3: make these things sound so alarming, and it's just yeah, yeah. They met with Mark Zuckerberg so that they could discuss. Yeah, Fauci met with Zark Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fauci met with Zark Zuckerberg, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, and oh, to to. White disinformation. Why is that a bad thing? There's so much medical disinformation being spread, and if they can do anything to prevent that from happening, then I say good for them. I say continue. I say keep doing that. I don't have any problem with it. The only people that do are the ones that either believe lies or are spreading lies, and you know I don't know how to get to those people and their
1: their delusions. I really don't. Treatments for COVID, something that Texas Senator Ted Cruz
4: told us suggested collusion and could set up Facebook for damages.
2: These latest breakthroughs have real consequence because it now is clear that Facebook was operating at the direction of and in the direct benefit of the federal government and and operating as the government censor, utilizing their monopoly position to censor on behalf of the government.
3: This is a gray area. This is definitely a gray area because, you know, the the government wasn't, you know, like we, our, our constitution, and our government system was made way before social media. Obviously, that's not like something that's unheard of here. Um, so we haven't properly applied the, the contemporary contemporary society in certain ways to like how we need to govern. So social media companies—they do have a lot of power. They do have a lot of say what people say on there gets broadcast to a whole network of people, yes.
1: I don't see a problem with the government stepping in and regulating what can
3: and cannot be said about a medical emergency on social media. I do not see a problem with that at all. Ted is going to try to twist this lack of application
1: of... Contemporary, contemporary networks like Facebook to, to support his point. To support his point that the Democrats are some evil, evil
3: force that is colluding with the corporations to to silence the truthers. Silence the truthers! You know, I, I don't want to get my vaccine. I'm scared of needles. I, I'm scared of needles. I look down at my little pee-pee and
1: I get scared. I freak out, oh, I look down, oh, I look down and the now, oh God, good guy.
4: Senator Ted Cruz joins me now with a reaction to the White House's brazen censorship admission. Senator, it's good to see you. Thanks very much for being here. So was this collusion?
2: Uh, it was undoubtedly collusion. It's good to see you this morning, Maria. You, you know, it's striking since that interview that you just aired a minute ago where, where I laid out that the Fauci emails really showed how how big tech was in bed with, with the Biden administration, with the government censoring on behalf of the government. Their- big
3: tech. Big tech was in bed with the Biden administration. The same way that Eduardo is in bed with my wife right now, as I attend this convention, and I, you know, I have a, um, I have a home camera. You know, one of those, uh, those, uh, ring, uh, not the ring, the, uh, the other, the wise camera. I have one of those in the bedroom. Don't ask why. And you know, I just got a notification right here. It says, Teddy. Your wife's getting pounded out by Eduardo again. So I, you know, I I do have to go. But I will stay for you, Maria Bartiromo. I will stay for you.
2: There have been two significant developments. Number one... Donald Trump filed a class-action lawsuit uh, against big tech, against Facebook and Twitter and big tech, uh, based on exactly yeah, the that's theory... Yeah, big,
3: big baby lawsuit. That's his big baby wow-wow lawsuit. It's not going to go anywhere. We all know that it's just bullshit. He knows that it's bullshit. It's n- not going to go anywhere. They took away my account. They took away my account so I could just sue them. Oh, uh, let me ask for donations from my base. That doesn't even like me anymore.
2: You and I discussed that they were engaged in censorship that is unconstitutional, that is contrary to the First Amendment. And the theory behind.
3: Does the First Amendment. Does, does the First Amendment. Does the Constitution have anything about social media during a massive worldwide pandemic? I don't think it does. Government's not prepared for this type of shit. That's just making shit up then of what like should and shouldn't be done. We don't know. We don't know.
2: Behind President Trump's lawsuit is exactly the theory you and I discussed. Now, the the challenge his lawsuit faces is the following. The First Amendment applies only to government action. The beginning the first words of the First Amendment are, Congress shall make no law. And so it applies to the federal government. It has since been incorporated and applied against the state government. And so the argument that a lot of the talking heads put out immediately after President Trump filed his lawsuit is they said, well, Facebook is not the government. Twitter is not the government, so this lawsuit will get thrown out. Well, the Supreme Court has long recognized a line of cases that when government uses a private company as a tool as an arm to implement a government policy, and in this instance, when government explicitly asks a private monopoly censor the following speech that we
3: Why is that wrong? Facebook is like the most well-known social network They are where people go to get their news, where people go to get everything. It's dangerous for them to not be regulating that. So you want people to just be following Joe from from the supermarket deli's fucking Facebook account where he tells people they don't need masks and they don't need vaccines and everything is a hoax and all that shit. Like you want those people to be allowed to do that and convince other people the same shit? Because that's what's been happening. That's what happened during the election. People are learning now. Like I said, social media is new. People that, with brains, are learning now how to adapt to this new society that we are living in. Ted doesn't know how to. Ted doesn't know fucking how to do that. He never does. He never will. He just doesn't. He's Ted Cruz. What do you expect? Adaption. I don't know how to adapt. You know, I... I, if I were, my, my wife and my, and Eduardo, they say if I were a jungle animal, I would have been eaten by a lion within seconds of being born because I do not know how to adapt to a situation
1: other than to curl up in a ball and say, all right, you can eat me, you can eat me.
2: We disagree with that that private company can be treated as a state actor. And I got to say, watching Jen Psaki this week, it, it is amazing. I kind of wonder if Jen Psaki is on the payroll of Donald Trump because her press conference strengthened President Trump's lawsuit against big tech. It makes clear that That's ev- such a stupid joke.
3: Like, oh, I wonder if she's on the payroll of Donald Trump. Get it? Because she. She's not because she's against Donald Trump. But now I'm joking that, oh, she made a good point in favor of him. So this is how I say it. This is how I say it. And now, now I'm getting clowned on by some, some college student in his, in his room talking into a microphone.
2: Everything we thought about the Biden administration, about their willingness to trample on free speech, to trample on the Constitution, to use government power to silence you, everything we feared they might do, they are doing and worse. And I think President Trump's lawsuit got much, much stronger this week.
4: Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk with Mark Levin coming up in the program. And he said Saki's admission makes Trump's big tech lawsuit a slam dunk that she should be a defendant. She should go and testify uh, in that suit.
2: So, so let, me, let me give you an example, Maria, to understand it. Imagine if the Biden administration went to, say, a private paramilitary organization and said, we're going to ask you to knock down people's doors and take their guns. And, and, and we're going to ask you to do this explicitly. And, and then we're also going to pass a law to immunize you. So if this private organization kicks down your front door, takes all your firearms, we're going to give you immunity from any civil liability. Now nobody yep. in their right mind would argue that private organization behaving essentially as stormtroopers trying to confiscate guns. Nobody would argue that yeah. that is not okay. state action and that, that
3: is that what is happening, Ted. Is that what is happening? Did the Democrats, did the Democrats hire stormtroopers to break into people's houses and force them to give up their guns? Did they do that? Did they do anything close to that, Ted? Or Did they just tell the tech companies that run the social networks, hey, don't let people spread a bunch of dangerous bullshit lies that are going to get people killed. You guys have the power to make that stop. You have the power to moderate that anything needs moderation. Anything needs moderation. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous that he,
1: oh, they're breaking into your house and taking your guns.
3: They're not. They're not. They want people to stop spreading lies. Censorship isn't all bad. If I started coming on here and saying like just absolutely horrible things that just were completely bullshit and putting people in danger, I would want Spotify to censor me. I would want that to happen if I became a monster like that. That would suck. That would suck for everyone. That would. I don't want to ruin society. I don't want to make things worse. But these uh, anti-vax, anti—you know—COVID-denying
1: people, all, all these QAnon nuts—they're—they're they're harming society in so many ways. Are we good on this?
3: Are we good? What else does he that
2: have? doesn't violate the Second Amendment? What the Biden administration is doing with Facebook and Twitter and Google is the same thing. They're going to monopolists and saying, you are our tool to censor views we disagree with. And by the way, what's ludicrous yeah. is they've been censoring views that we now know are true. For months, they were censoring, exactly. for example, where oh, we the, have the, the, the virus yeah. originated.
4: We're were Just going through all of the censorship that we have been seeing, it's really disturbing to me that Facebook and all these other social media companies are censoring information that's actually true. Um, they really are letting down the American people.
3: What are, what are they censoring that's actually true? We still don't know where COVID actually came from. We don't have any proof on that. People make assumptions and they say bullshit and Facebook is going to check it. That's good. Fact-checking is good. Republicans hate fact-checking so much because it calls them out. Because in this modern society, this progressive society that we're living in, Republicans just want to stay in the past. They just want to freeze time
1: or move backwards, move back to the 1800s, Why they hate big tech. Like, we we need to evolve here. We need to evolve. What was even my point? That, um... Uh... Like, okay, here's my point. In this progressive modern society, Republicans can
3: only be wrong. Based on their outdated principles, they can only be incorrect because they constantly are proven wrong by logic and science and whatever ever evidence that there is they're constantly proven to be incorrect so they need to fake shit they need to fake shit they need to lie in order to get anybody to agree with them they need to twist things that's what ted is doing that's why he compares the, the censorship of bullshit covid lies that that are that endanger people to he compares that to
1: stormtroopers coming into your house and stealing your weapons and making you making you helpless like because
3: he wants to make this seem like this censorship of terrible things that should not be spread on these sites is somehow orwellian it's not It's not like we, again, we live in a modern society with modern social media and
1: those things need to be reined in a little bit. Anyways, yeah, I can't, I can't stand this guy. I, I
3: really can't stand him. Um, we got to move on to something else. We,
1: we really do. Fuck man. I, um, uh, what, what do we have on the list here? Oh, oh yeah. We really doing that? Okay, so, um, I guess we're doing a Keeping Up with the Karens for the first time in a, in a long time. A very long time. Let me see what we got here. Found it. Here we go. Do
2: you feel any response? dangerous
4: do you feel any responsibility for keeping people in georgia safe you know there are children any people
5: who have died of the coronavirus do you feel any responsibility <laughs> to yeah, I think to me up. um you know what i think people's responsibility is
1: their own
3: what that's marjorie taylor green being an idiot again
0: First of all,
6: second of all, you called my employee a bitch. Completely uncalled for, inappropriate. You're not going to
3: travel. We don't tolerate that crap with us. At- oh, she she called the flight person, whoever's who. What do they call the gate people? She called one of the people at the gate of the airport a bitch. So now she's not being allowed to fly. Let's see where this goes.
1: So you can find another carrier to fly. I'd suggest here we
5: Nope. I was, was going to say, listen, sure. sure. can I just curse? If you I'm acted appropriate sure.
2: and weren't disrespectful, I then I would let you travel. But unfortunately, you called my
0: employee a bitch. Did you call my employee a bitch? You didn't. I was sleeping
5: there. No, I did not. You didn't. So
0: the other people have heard you say it as well, so
5: don't count. And
0: she also had two children. Yes, sir, ma'am. Yeah, okay. don't lie because you you already did that once when you took the mask off and put a new one of yours no, on. I the, was yes,
6: getting this out of bag. Ma- yes, I was. You
5: were putting the same
0: mask on. You my, didn't my, have a mask on when you
6: went down. No. if you don't
0: follow our policy, that it's a period of discussion. You don't want to follow a federal mask mandate, and then on top of that, calling a vulgar name to my employee,
6: what it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I, put the mask on on my face. I was walking to the gate.
5: You right. no don't to listen to your bigotry. Get off the plane. Get off the plane. Bye. Oh, bye. 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 That you corrupted this. Hey, that my kids have to see about bye. sex. Bye. You think I talk about my kids bye. about same sex marriage? No, 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 we don't talk about no. that. Bye. But
1: if we all want to talk bye. about it, let's talk about it. I'm going to live in.
3: Jesus. These hateful-ass people. These are, these are the Republicans, by the way. I guarantee you they're a Republican. Um, they're not even trying to cover up their bigotry at this point. Um,
2: I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message.
3: Oh, I know. I know you did. I know you did, Donald. Of course.
1: The side of this country. Please get off this plane. I have a-
4: I'm not a pedophile Anything on this side is the Pickles property
2: You're weird
3: That's psycho I'm
5: crazy, I love it, I'm always going to be here cussing at my grandkids and and telling my grandkids you're gonna shoot them because you know what make sure
4: you don't go across that line hit my property
5: you don't know what the word easement is easement means driveways only to and from ingress this
6: is america not
5: mexico Miss, what are you recording? I'm just recording what's happening. There's Mm -hmm. nothing happening. Put your phone down. Why? You don't have to tell me what to do.
3: Was this the famous one where she like falls over, or is this a different one?
5: Ladies, it's okay. Then I'm gonna record record
0: everybody. Okay then, go for it.
5: Miss, I'm gonna ask you to leave the store. You, Miss.
6: I'm gonna call the security, but I'll. Hold it on. Yeah, you
5: lower class pieces of shit. That's what you are, low class piece
6: of shit. Please,
1: please,
3: please, oh, <laughs> Shut up, you fat cunt, you fat fuck. Probably also a Republican, calling people low class pieces of shit. That's something conservatives do. Mom. Look, phone this
2: phone. guy is asking me for a tip because he's an uber xl and he doesn't want to take me because Another, i have a, a mini fridge there. he wants a little bit something extra in Another, order for his, his trouble so no he's he's asking,
0: a refrigerator it's a mini fridge it weighs 61 pounds it's a,
2: refrigerator. it's a mini fridge look if you don't want to take me then be my guest cancel and i'll get somebody else to come pick me up you but you're the one there. that's going to cancel it's it's you Siegfriedo? That's your name?
6: Yeah, whatever the fuck, man. You get up the
2: a Yes, okay, well then cancel.
6: You don't appreciate what people do for... You're an Uber
2: driver. It's your job.
0: <laughs>
2: I really... I... I... Bye.
3: Of the week. This video is taken from the July 12th Howell Public Schools Board of
1: Education meeting. The full meeting can be found online. Here we go. I'm scared. The content
3: in this video may be upsetting, especially to those in the LGBTQ community. Sorry, sorry, wait, it said LGBTQ plus. Sorry. Sorry.
5: My name is Shelley Spakoff, I live in Livingston County. Members of Livingston County, our kids are under indirect oppression and we are here to battle spiritual war- warfare. You members of the board and you, Superintendent McGregor, have an agenda and it's evil and insidious. Your connection to the Livingston County Diversity Council shows the evil agenda that you are trying to bring to our community. This change to the health curriculum is nefarious and you know it. You are inviting demonic influences into our-
3: Because they're- Oh, because they're allowing- They're teaching about same-sex relationships and health, and that you can have them and that it's okay? So what what are they supposed to teach people? You need to suppress your feelings and your desires for the rest of your life and live a miserable lie of a life. Is that what they want people to do? That's what this fucking bitch, this fat-ass bitch standing up there wants her kids to do? Damn lady, I hope your kids are like, are the gayest of gay, and I hope they like, like they're at the fucking parades and the and the the, the rainbow banana hammock and the you, you know like I hope they are the most flamboyant fucking like there's no way to pretend. I I hope they just completely reject you is what I'm saying, and you just feel horrified.
1: For the rest of your life. I hope that happens to you lady. You do not deserve anything. That is even. Similar. To happiness. Our schools. There is nothing normal
5: about sodomy. Lesbianism. Bisexuality etc. And that is said by God.
3: Muslims believe Where in God. Where
1: where Where does God say that? Does God actually say being gay is wrong? In the Bible, does gay equal sin? Um Um, when it comes to biblical harmonics
3: in these stories, Abraham being told to sacrifice his son Isaac What? We have to remember that we're reading stories of people that live in different stages of consciousness, very different ways of seeing and understanding the world. Uh, there's a fair amount of evidence that during the Bronze Age, when Abraham's story takes place, ancient Near East cultures sacrificed children. Uh, wait, what, what does this have to do
1: with being gay? Um, what? This is a lot of reading. Oh, this is from a church? What the Bible says. Does the Bible not oppose? these? There's, um... All these fucking churches have things writing, writing about this. Or written about this. Bible verses about homosexuality. Let's see. Let's, let's read this from the Bible. Genesis
3: 19, where's Leviticus 18.22? Oh, here it is. Oh, shit. Oh, it says it right there. It says it right there. Leviticus 18.22, do not practice homosexuality, having sex with another man as with a woman. It is a detestable sin. And Leviticus 20.13, if a man practices homosexuality, having sex with another man as with a woman, both men have committed a detestable act. They must both be put to death for they are guilty of a capital offense. People actually believe this shit. People read that and they kneel in a fucking old fucking building together for hours and they read this shit and they believe it with no scientific evidence. Just some dude wrote this shit down a bajillion years ago and people have just been following it year and year and year and year in and out. And and the people in charge have just been molesting little boys.
1: Meanwhile, they're telling people not to be not to be gay. So what this lady is saying, but it's a sinful
3: it's spiritual warfare, terrorism, it's like shut the fuck up. Don't be injecting your beliefs into other people's lives. Okay? Like if the, if science says and if society says it is okay
1: to be gay. Is okay to be bi, lesbian, trans, gender fluid, any anything? Like, why why does it matter to you? Why are you gonna go get in other people's lives? I think it's ridiculous that people
3: believe shit just because it was written down. It's the same people that believe anti-COVID. Or anti vax bullshit on Facebook. They just read it and they believe it.
1: It's the same thing. It is the same exact fucking people. I shit you not. It's ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. The Jews believe this and Christians
5: believe this, and I'm here to speak on their behalf. This is sinful and it doesn't matter what you believe. It's not up to you to try to normalize and indirectly approach-
3: She's yelling, she's clipping the mic.
5: Religious groups of children that follow the God of Abraham. Stop trying to impose your Luciferian, self-idolizing, self-satisfying beliefs that contradict science on every level onto the children and the citizens of Livingston County.
3: Science? I don't think you know science. I don't think you know anything about science. Everything you say is based on religion. Religion is not science, bitch.
5: Did you know that less than 1% of the population identifies as transgender? In fact, only 4.5% of American adults identify as LGBTQ. Yet you want to transform the entire education system to teach our children about gender identity and sexual orientation so that maybe about mm, 4.5% of the population will allegedly
1: feel more inclusive.
3: Where, um, where are you getting that information from? The church? I want citations on that. I want you. You got to include fucking sources when you say those types of statistics. You can't just say that. And again, you're just saying something, and all the people that that believe in this shit are just believing you. It's just a fucking game of idiot telephone. I. This is infuriating. This is actually like fucking infuriating.
1: This is. These people are, like, (sighs) these people are retarded, is what it comes down to. Like, the only way you can
3: go, you get up in the morning, put on your makeup, get dressed, and meet up with a bunch of your stupid friends, and then go to this committee and say these types of religious, homophobic, hateful bullshit, is if you're retarded. There's no
1: other way. There's no other way. I cannot stand this. I cannot stand this.
5: 40% of those who identify as transgender attempt suicide. Most of whom attempt after gender...
3: Yeah, they attempt suicide because you. Because of people like you. Making them feel shitty about themselves every day. Telling them, oh, I'll pray for you. Oh, you're going to hell. All the, like, making them feel shitty. Yeah, of course they're gonna want to kill themselves because it feels like their identity and who they are isn't valued by
1: anyone. Um, transitioning surgery. But you want to glorify it and encourage children to choose their gender
5: and to teach them about hormone blockers as they are candy, when in reality they have destroyed
1: thousands of lives.
3: No one is treating hormone blockers as though they are candy. Who's treating them like they're candy? They're not just giving them out. They're not just, it's not like a bowl of hormone blockers just sitting there the second you walk into the health room or, like, the nurse's office. It's not, you, it's not like that. <laughs> You're making it seem like it's the end of the world. Like, they're, all they're doing is teaching that if you identify as LGBTQ+, then that is okay. And, and they're trying to guide the people that do through life in a way that they feel best, in a way that is healthiest for those people. I don't see anything wrong with that. Anybody with a rational brain should not see
1: anything wrong with that. Like, this is fucked up. This is fucked up. The, the homophobia in this room is ridiculous. I guarantee you her sons end up being gay. <laughs> I guarantee you. That's why she's up there just
3: screaming into the microphone. She thinks it'll scream the gay out of her sons.
1: Sorry, lady. That's not how it works. Not how it works. Anyways, fuck. I can't, I can't do any more of
3: that. I, I honestly, like, I cannot handle that. I cannot hand, like stand the stupidity. Let's,
1: let's go into relationship advice. Let's see if that's any better or if that's just going to make me angry too. Um, Alright, we got to help our mans out here. We got to help our mans out. Poor dude.
3: This is not good. This is not a good sign. Girlfriend going on camping trip with guy friend. Okay. My girlfriend, 21, and I, male 21, have been together almost six months. We, love each, we both love each other and our bond of trust is immense. As far as I'm concerned, we've never lied to each other, other about anything serious and we've never been in an argument. Enter her guy friend, who's also 21. She's currently on a camping trip with him, let's call him T, and her roommate, let's call her S. Anyways, my girlfriend and T have been close friends since high school, way before we knew each other. Apparently, a couple years back, they tried out a relationship. It lasted for about a month on and off until she ultimately decided they would be better off as friends. She has told me that they have had sex before and that even though she even and that even though she only sees him as a friend now, she firmly believes that T still has strong sexual feelings for her to this day. Why would you let her go camping with this guy? What the fuck, dude? Put your foot down. Tell her to get the fuck home. Sorry. He is bisexual and has apparently been asking her on and off if he can have a threesome with us. What the fuck? Why are you letting her go on this camping trip?
1: This bothers me. No shit. No shit. This bothers me. Because, like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you letting them do this? Because if he was a good
3: friend, he would respect our boundaries and not ask for something so disgusting and self-centered. I've met him once or twice. Oh, so you don't even, like, know him that well. And from the stories she's told me, and from what I've witnessed firsthand, I am not impressed. The impression that I get is he is a sex-hungry, coke-sniffing hound who could care less about the concreteness of his friend's strong relationship. My girlfriend and I went on a hike with T about a week ago, which is when he asked her to go camping with him. Now that I think about it, he didn't even ask if I wanted to go, even though I was unable to go. They are currently out in the middle of nowhere, with zero cell service and my jealousy and anxiety are getting to the best of me. I'm 100% sure that she would never cheat on me as we're both victims of cheaters but I have zero faith in him respecting our relationship. I have thoughts of T throwing himself onto my girlfriend in a drunken horny urge while her roommate S isn't around. I'm completely aware of the insecure boyfriend stigma where they will force their girlfriend to cut ties with all their guy friends which is something I cannot do in good faith. Whenever I see this guy I notice little things he does to try and size me up. On on the hike a few days ago, he kept making remarks about her body, specifically her areola, as if to subtly tell me he's seen everything. Yeah, and
1: that's not so subtle. That's really not so subtle. I've been there. I've been in that situation. It's fucking annoying. They try to, like, compete with you. It's like, alright, motherfucker, then why are they with me? Why are they with me, you piece of shit? Last I checked- No, I'm not gonna say that.
3: Um, <clears throat> that's so fucked up. Like, I can't tell if I'm overthinking and over worrying, or if I have an actual reason to be stressed. Oh, absolutely, you have every reason to be stressed. I'm preparing to talk with her after she gets back, and will ask her if he tried anything, as well as opening up to her about my insecurities. I'm someone who needs everything to be in absolute control to have a sound body and mind, and this third party wedging himself in the mix is something I haven't had the displeasure of experiencing until now. How do I bring this up without starting an argument or making her think I don't trust her? Am I going too far with the cool, calm, and collected boyfriend role, or is it time for me to, or is it time for me to set boundaries for her and T? Either way, the easiest possible outcome will not be easy for for me one bit. Sorry for the wall of text. Um. So I am. I. I. Wow. Um. I can't believe. I'm not going to get mad at you for this, but I can't believe you let her go on that camping trip with a dude who literally has had sex with her, who is sizing you up and trying to compete with you and make you feel bad by, like, talking about her body, like, when you're around him, asking her and not you to a camping trip with him in the woods, uh, fucking constantly hitting on her, asking to have a threesome with you and her um, constantly making advances like that towards her, and you're going to let her go on a camping trip with that guy, dude, call her right now and tell her to get the fuck home. That's what I would say. Dude, I know that sound. You're controlling, Alex. You're controlling. Are you shitting me? If anyone is saying that, are you shitting me? So if your boyfriend if got asked by some girl who he's been in a relationship before, you want to go camping with me? Uh, in the tent in the woods alone, would you let him do that? Or or the second you found out, you would have his ass inside for the rest of the fucking weekend, locked in. Because I know plenty of women that would do that. I'm pretty sure mine would. So, let's not pretend here that that's okay. Because it's not. You tell her to get the fuck home. (laughs) You tell her to get the Get the fuck home, dude. Holy shit. No, I get get like You want to keep your friends, but if your friend is continuously trying to fuck you and you're in a relationship, why would you continue to keep that weird friend around? Out of respect for your boyfriend, the dude that wrote this, why wouldn't you just cut off the ties with that toxic person who's legitimately trying to ruin your relationship?
1: That doesn't make sense to me. So that's, um, that's what I have to say there. Um, anyways, damn, this has been a doozy.
3: It's good to be back, guys. It's good to be back. I I will definitely, so it looks like I have classes on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Um, Mondays, I, I'm free, so that's why I'm recording this now. And Fridays I am also free. So it is looking like the new podcast schedule is going to be Mondays and Fridays. Um, let's see if we can stick to that. I I have faith. I have faith in us. I think we can do it. Um Thank you for sticking with me. To the people that, that haven't completely given up on this show, thank you. I, I really do appreciate it. And I'm going
1: to I'm going to keep at it. We're going to keep doing it short news the best we can. Um, thank you. I love you very much. And I will see you. I'll see you on
3: Friday. So mark your calendars. Put on your notifications in the podcast app. Follow me at Alex underscore
1: M-A-D-O-R-E on Twitter, Alex Nador on Instagram. And I will see you later. Love you. In peace.
6: It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Saving February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime. Now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On Location. Yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen. To pre-game parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef. The official... Hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.